Welcome to Thinking Out Loud, where we'll try to take a centrist approach to uh, some of the more divisive uh, issues that we're all facing nowadays. Well, first of all, I'd like to talk about how we are all, all hurting. I don't believe there's a demographic right now that is not hurting. And um, while there are some that are hurting more than others, uh, across the board, it's fair to say nobody's having a fun time at the moment. And uh, I want to take this today's episode to really just talk about how can we use it, can we use compassion to reach each other. I think um, when you're at the bottom and you're hurting the most, and let's say it's a hundred foot deep hole and you're at the zero mark, right? And the way to get the top is a hundred is the top uh, of the hole. Now, when you're at zero and you look up and somebody's at five, you feel as if they're above you and you dislike them. That person looks up and there's somebody who's at 30 and they hate him or her because they believe that person's above them. That person looks up and there's somebody at 70 and so on and so forth. But what they all fail to realize is they're all in the hole. And and the best way to, to start understanding why are we in the hole? What can we do to get things out the hole? Can we get each other out of the hole without hitting each other for being different levels in the hole? I'll give you an example. Right now, I think the universal villain with no picking of their own has been the white man. Uh, Pretty much the most common privilege punching bag, if if you want to call it. The epitome of privilege. When you want to hear privilege, you you always hear people say, oh, white people have it the easiest. White man has it the easiest. Well, does average white man have a more comfortable life than the average black man? For sure. Uh, Than the average Mexican woman? Without a doubt. However, the white man also leads the the United States in suicides. Actually, as of 2016, 7 out of 10 suicides were from a white man. White man, middle age around their 40s and 50s, they lead in suicides. Now, if you have it so good, why would you be leading in suicides? Truthfully, um, the word privilege kind of makes it, when we think privilege, we think of, you know, Rutherford V, heir to the this industry. And what we really, the difference is, for instance, I'm not a white man, and... I, when I'm pulled over, I know I'll be treated different than if I was a white man. Um, however, we both will get pulled over for speeding. Um, this, the, the fact that maybe that person got off with a warning versus I got a ticket doesn't mean that person lives in Disney World. It means, yes, there is a system there that views me different because my skin is slightly darker than his. Um, But that doesn't mean you blame that person for getting off the ticket. It's still the system. The system is the reason why that person got off the ticket. And you, you try to see how do we change that system so that it treats everybody fairly without attacking those who might have probably, without no fault of their own, 
privilege um, profited from that system. Because at the end of the day, you do need allies in order to fix the system. For instance, if going back to my old analogy, if you're in the, if everybody in the hole needed to get out, they will need a rope at the top of that hole that's secure. And the person at the top will have to throw it down and that, that person throws it down so and so forth until the person at the bottom is able to reach that rope. Now, if I'm at the bottom and I start shouting at the person above me and that person starts shouting at the person on top, that rope will never be thrown down. And if it, it is thrown down, the person above me will use it to get up but not help me. Uh, that's just for my analogy. Uh, in real life, what I mean that, let's take uh, the civil rights movement. Now, civil rights, obviously, we know the long history. Uh, a lot of African-Americans fought and suffered uh, and died and were tortured for their right to simply sit next to a white person in a restaurant. Uh, a lot of pain they went through. However, those, that system did not change until an all-white Congress came together and agreed this needs to change. Uh, the gay rights issue. Gay marriage was not solved until an all-straight Supreme Court decided that gay people deserve to have their rights. Now, this is why I don't like the, the whole idea of creating my own camp. I'm hurting, so I'm going to find everybody who's hurting like me. We're going to build our own camp, and we're going to sit here, and we're going to fight everybody else because they're not hurting like us. Right? Uh, in reality... The better answer is to find out why are we all hurting? How do we fix this together? Uh, for instance, uh, I'm trying to be very sensitive because a lot of these subjects are very touchy and, and uh, you get a lot of hate mail if you say it the wrong way. But simply put, if the class average is below, um, if I am the dumb kid, I can't get mad at the smart kid. And if I'm the smart kid, I can't make fun of the dumb kid. The best way to do it is you come together and you say, well, how can we work together so that you can improve your grades, right? Maybe can we ask the teacher to put you closer to the front? Can we stay after class? And, and, and to, to make that, uh, to bring it back to the real world, for instance, a lot of movements, let's say the black organizations, a lot of the newer, newer black organizations um, will choose to create all black uh, organization. A lot of gay organizations will choose an all LGBTQ organization. And often we'll see the straight people as the enemy. Um, same goes for uh, women's movement. They tend to see the man as the enemy. And a lot of this, there's this MGTOW movement, where it stands for men going, it, or going, men taking on in their own way. I don't know what MGTOW stands for. Men going to, I, I can't remember. But the concept of the movement is men who've given up on women. But this group will get together and they'll share all these terrible stories. And they're all real stories of how the woman they used to be with treated them wrong, took their money, took the kids, 
and now they hate all women. Um, and I'm just, I think I'll use them instead of the other examples. I think they're the least sensitive um, group to attack. Um, the, <laughs> I feel bad for those men because, yes, there are women out there who are like that. There are women out there who only want money, want the power, want to always be the victim, want nothing but to control and torture you. That is true. There's no denying that. However, majority of the women are not like that. Vast majority of women are not like that. Uh, simply because if that was the case, there wouldn't be any men left alive. Truth is, often people get into relationships and it's not till they invested their house, their money, their children, they realize their partner is psychotic. Yeah, she was acting crazy at first. You know, she was twitching a little bit, but now she's just flinging poop around the house, you know? And they're terrified. They're really, really very terrified. And this crazy person that knows that the system is more or less leveraged to favor the woman. Uh, there are many cases where the woman is under drug abuse. The woman is uh, abusive to the children. Yet still she wins custody. These are very sad um, cases. I myself know um, at least two cases where the woman falsified uh, sexual abuse or rape. In order to win custody and the man had spent years to clear their names in one case the woman came clean and the other one she fought it to the end so um there are those cases however that's two out of the hundreds if not thousands of relationships i know and also on top of that we have to remember that abuse is both ways men abuse just as much we have just as many abusive men as women uh you could look at the, the what what's it called femicide femicide is the idea that uh most uh women are killed no not most it, there's a lot of women who are killed by their partners it's femicide and it makes sense i don't think I'm, there's no argument there however we fail to look at the differences between how um scorned woman is a scorned man deal with uh, rejection, for instance. It's, yeah, a, a scorned man is more likely to use violence, punch, strangle, kill. Um, a scorned woman is more likely to use psychology, uh, berate you, call you names, um, take your favorite gaming console, drop it in water, torture you in a psychological way, in a way where you're hurting very much, but you cannot respond physically because you end up being the bad guy. That's the different approaches between men and women I've noticed. Women are less likely to be physical. They're very much, most likely to be mental and psychological in terms of their approach. While men are more of Neanderthal and very likely would take physical approach to uh, attacking their partner. And that's true, but I digress. Um, my point, long point is, before you join any group, um, try to understand why it's there. And try to understand, is there a way to meet a middle ground? Is there a way to um, bridge the, 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 the issues that are being addressed with that, with that, with that group without alienating for the, from the rest of the world? 
you know, without locking yourself in your echo chambers or your comfort zone or your safe spaces. That's something that's not being taught a lot. Also, on top of that, we're taught to be victims. We're very much taught that, hey, uh, you went through something, now this defines you, which is a very nuanced way of looking at things. Um, Very unique way of looking at things because in reality, uh, we're not used to letting our misery and our shortcomings define us. People want to be known as the Olympian who won the gold, not the Olympian who was not allowed to win the gold because they were not as fast as Usain Bolt. Now I'm a victim because my legs were not created like Usain Bolt. That that's an extreme example, but I think that's a that's the best way to, for me to say it. I think this whole idea of constantly reopening the wounds, they never heal. Uh, you can't heal by opening the wounds. You won't be allowed to heal. You, you, know, you keep touching, you won't heal. A lot of people, psychiatrists, psychologists, have started encouraging this, even though historically, being able to feel that wound, that terrifying memory with something new and refreshing has shown to prove to be to be healer, a healers. However, that doesn't bring in money. Uh, nowadays, it's it's all about money, and psychologists, doctors, and all those would rather take the way that brings the customers back than the one that heals them and and, and uh, takes them away. But that's a topic for a different discussion. For today, all I want to say is. Let's be kind to each other. Let's stop acting as if we're all having a good time. We're all having a terrible time. It only gets better if we decide to heal each other. Thank you for your time.